Caution, the Mark Unger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. And, besides that, he's really weird. Welcome to the Mark Gunger Show with international marriage speaker and author of Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage, Mark Gunger. This is your source for practical, down-to-earth marriage advice without all the over-spiritualization or romantic nonsense. And now the host of the Mark Gunger Show, Mark Gunger. crowd goes wild with delirious joy. They've joined the Mark Unger Show, the show that deals with all things concerning... Marriage. Marriage, indeed. I'm your, one the, your host, the one, the only, Mark Gunker. You're the who? The who? The who? What is he? You're and the what? Joining me as always, the ever-lovely and charming... That's me. Lady Diane, and of course, the amazing Philip James Gunger, engineering the show as always, the very talented but eerily creepy... Timothy Robert Ray, pushing buttons, twisting knobs, and trying to stay awake during this incomprehensibly, immeasurably boring show. This is a show that handles your marital challenges, relational conundrums, and dating dilemmas that you email to us, email to us, at ask, A-S-K, at markgungor.com, and we will answer your emails. What do you got there? Are you all right this morning? <clears throat> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Actually, before the... Because we, the vast majority of people, as far as I understand, still listen to this program uh-huh. as they drive around. The other portion, small portion, but still a fair amount. It's because it's also videoed at the same time, right. so you can either watch the program or watch it and, well, I assume watch and listen, listen. <laughs> or you can turn on the volume and just, just watch, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that, this show is extremely flexible, so you can yeah. do whatever you want. Okay. Right. So anyway, because we also videotape it, so you know, always put our makeup and stuff on. <laughs> Before the show, and uh, I couldn't find my makeup this morning, so Diane put hers on me. <laughs> Which and, and I, I kind of look like a cadaver. I'm much more fair, fair complexed than what he is. <laughs> so he's, a, he's he looks so lifelike. <laughs> he was a good man. You look like a monster, maybe. I, kind of I don't know. I, kinda, I look like a dead guy. Yeah. You know, that I'm still <laughs> moving. <laughs> Which, which I think would be hilarious. I wonder if I can put that in my will. That at my funeral, they'd have me automated. Animatronic? Animatronic. Yeah. So that the ca- I want the cask open because I want everybody to see me because I'm, always, I'm in love yeah. with myself. You know, okay? <laughs> so then as, as, as the cask gets open, just like at a certain cue point, I would just sit up and go like this. <laughs> this is all very bad. It's all very bad. Open idea. my you eyes. Get your mouth moving like you sing. <laughs> you very... are my sunshine, my amazing <laughs> And then lay back down. That's very bad. <laughs> or when they close the casket, you know, and have this, you know, just set to go off. Just, I think it would be hilarious. <laughs> it would be horrifying, but yet it would be hilarious oh my in some degree. <laughs> So when I die, folks, y'all need to come just to see what happens. <laughs> Will he or won't he? <laughs> Will he or won't he do something? It'll great. be very kid-friendly that way. Yeah, It'll be like right. going to Chuck E. Cheese. Right. <laughs> terrify these children. Oh, oh! Terrify me. I have nightmares forever. <laughs> Hello, okay. little ones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, that really got derailed. Uh, yeah. All over your makeup. Interesting. Yeah. So anyway. Okay, I found this little article. I think it's in the context of dating, not marriage. <clears throat> after I read it, four things every man wants in a woman in bed. <laughs> every man, apparently. That's in the context of dating. He uh, wants a woman who is playful in bed. <laughs> Like, I'm just it's like translating the, what the, the guys are thinking. What right we're all now. thinking. Yes. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay, you keep doing that, Phil. Men love to be active and to play. In bed. <laughs> <laughs> they were raised to express themselves and connect with those around them through action. I'll leave that one off. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, too many women <laughs> seem to forget this and want to talk their way into a man's heart. But men don't feel it for you because of what you say. <laughs> really? He wants a woman to, who is playful. Playful, yes. It's not your words that make a man attracted to you. It's the experiences you create with him. Watch or play sports together. Be competitive in casual games like ping yeah, pong. But now you're just being something that you're not, right? Even add a little teasing and sarcasm. Okay, so you're that just because you're listening to this stupid article. And, this but that's not what you really ah, are. And then I get married to you and you're like, la, 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 right? she never shuts up, right? right? I should know that ahead of time. Right. So, ah, Well, then you're probably going to add all of them. That's what a man wants. A man wants what a man wants. Okay. Okay. Number two, he wants a woman who is independent. Lots of women mistakenly believe men are looking for a weaker woman who will make them feel like they're smarter and more powerful. Nothing could be further from the truth. Real men want a woman who inspires them because she has great things going in her own life. They want a woman who has her own purpose. But that phrase, independent, is like, I don't need you. (laughs) Right? (laughs) If I'm independent, I don't need you. This is true. I don't want a woman who looks at me and goes, I don't need you. I don't need you. I don't need you. I don't want you. I don't like you. I don't love you. I can't stand the smell of you. Get away from me. So, independent. Well, as opposed to, I suppose, a clinging dish rag. I, yeah, woman. I mean, that's true. I don't want a clinging dish rag. I, I don't know. You know what I think? People should just quit reading these articles. That's okay. what I think. Number three. He wants a woman who is emotionally mature. How a woman handles her emotions is one of the most important things men look for when deciding whether or not to get serious with a woman. If she lets her emotions get out of control, it's a big red flag to him. But if that's the way she's going to be all the time, that's what I'm you saying. Need to know that I need time. to know. I, if you're a psycho, <laughs> I need to know. Yeah. All right? Yes. If you're a clingy, whiny, yeah, you need I to know. need to know. This is true. If you're a woman who could care less if I'm dead or alive, I need to, to know. know. So maybe they do want these things. I but think men should look should, for this. This should be written to men. Yes. What to look out for in crazy women. But not what women should be manipulating themselves to exactly be in order right. to get him. And then number four. He wants a woman he's intensely attracted to. I was waiting for Phil. Come on. In you're bed. missing yeah, your sorry, cue. Sorry, I thought it was implied at this point. <laughs> He wants um, a woman who's intensely attracted to. Okay. Men aren't as scared of commitment in relationships as they are being scared into a relationship with a woman where there's no passion and attraction. Yeah, I don't know. This whole thing reeks of manipulation <laughs> to me. I just hate it already. <laughs> Whoops, what is that? <laughs> That's the wrong button. What was that? I don't know. Well, it sounded like... Oh, yeah. Let me tell you what a man really wants in a woman. I want a woman who ain't a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Who's not pulling the wool over Who's my eyes. Who's not pulling the wool over my eyes. All right, enough of this nonsense. We'll be back with your emails right after this break. Download your free Mark Gunger app today to see all of the latest from the world of Mark Gunger. Show talking about love, marriage, and relationships. Mark Gunger, Diane, and Phil. 
answering your questions by love. Love, baby. <laughs> yes. So, uh, <clears throat> as I was saying in the break, <laughs> and I made, I did like a reverse tease. I made the hosts wait till after the break for me to reveal everything. So, so I got this, or we got this book. It's called uh, Drop the Ball by Tiffany Dufu. Dufu? Dufu? That's your name, Dufu? D-U-F-U. Dufu? Yeah, it sounds like it just sounds like almost cursed Curse word. Dufu. <laughs> My apologies. That's how you spell it. Dufu. Uh, so I got it. Yeah. You know, you get books from time to time and people yeah. say, read this book. So that's what I thought it was. And then Never says, from anyone called Dufu. <laughs> no. It said you're receiving this book because you were quoted at some point And it was funny because I went through the entire book looking and then realized there was a tab on it. Speaking about men's eyes, women's eyes, right? Unless I'm looking that's, right at it. That's funny. Then I found, oh, there's a tab on the page that I just found. Well, so they actually marked it to show you where I was quoted. Yeah. What's the quote? Now, what was interesting was about the quote was it, I, I read it. It was a bold and inspiring memoir, memoir and manifesto from a renowned voice in the women's leadership movement who shows women how to cultivate the single skill they really need in order to thrive. And it's forwarded by none other than Gloria Steinem. And no way. What I have found. <laughs> Is that usually ladies of the feminist movement are not huge fans of yours. I don't understand that. They don't like you. You know what I've learned? It's actually most people are not big fans of mine. <laughs> which I don't understand. Because I love myself. I know you and do. And I just can't imagine everybody's not crazy about me. Yeah. Okay. So I really want to see what the quote is. Because I'm like, oh, great. They're going to talk about this idiot. Oh, that's what I would think. Yeah. But she goes through and she actually talks about how there's this guy, Mark Gunger, who talks about the differences between men's brains and women's brains and how men have these boxes uh-huh. in their head. And she uses it to kind of help women. She said, for example, uh, a man, when he wants to have sex, he just jumps into the sex box. He's ready to go. Uh-huh. But a woman because... I like that box. <laughs> We okay. don't talk about that one as much as the nothing box because <laughs> hey, my favorite boxes. We get yeah, mentioned. you lie every weekend. You lie. You say the nothing box is a man's favorite box. I'm lying. That is not true. I'm a filthy it's liar. It's the sex box. That's why I'm a cadaver today. <laughs> so, but a woman, however, is connecting everything. So she's thinking about, you know, you can see him. He's in the mood. He's ready to go. But he doesn't see the mess that there is. That. The closet needs to be cleaned out because their guys are coming in tomorrow morning to install the new shelves in there. Uh, she still has to take a shower because she was so busy this morning she didn't take a shower. Still hasn't shaved her legs or anything. The kids are still awake. Okay. And so she starts doing all the mental math. Who cares if she shaves her legs? Thinking. It's like wrestling a cactus. <laughs> oh, <God>. And <laughs> I can wild west. Oh, no, like a cowboy. No. <laughs> The way the, the Lord intended it. <laughs> That's right. <coughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, there weren't razors. Are you serious? Me. Yeah. So she, so she's talking about how how so, great this is. So, ladies, so here's what you can do. You know, she's talking about all, of course, the woman's doing the math in her head thinking, I'll be ready in about six hours, you know, with everything. <laughs> and of course, he's not going to jump in and help with anything. But then she says, but guys, this ties into your little email that I think you're going to lead into. So look at that. I'm actually making connections here that I'm just realizing it. <laughs> you know the email she's going to read? How do you know that? Well, weren't you talking about... Were you not going to read that email? No, I think we weren't, but go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> we were talking about it, but no. So, she says, ladies, here's what you do. You tell that man, say, listen, I'll be in the mood. All I need you to do is while I'm getting the kids ready and taking a shower, you clean out the, the closet. closet 
for the guys to come out tomorrow. You do that, and I am yours. Yeah, and how many guys are going to clean at that point? She, Boom, right away. That's yeah. exactly what she I said. I always talk about stuff like that. Yeah. And then these psycho women, ah, oh, you're saying you <clears throat> sex like a weapon. No, yeah. here's a great thing she said. She's Although like, I must say, <laughs> if you're going to kill me, and I can choose the weapon... <laughs> That's in the that's in the top five. That is probably the top five. Okay, one of the top five. Right. Um, she said, "No, you know what you're doing. You're giving the man purpose now, because he's a single box. I like this lady, minded person. Are you seriously? I'm, she's a feminist, and she likes what you say. With the opening written by Gloria Steinem, Steinem, and they're quoting me, and she has a whole section on it based on what I have to say. Where's this book? I want to see this. It's book. in the office. <laughs> well, you should have brought it. You should have brought it." I just told you. I just remembered now. <laughs> and then you're all yelling at me. He wasn't Why in the box. Why tell the Why tell the show? He wasn't in the book box. <laughs> That's, it's, it's, a, like it's, a, it's a new book? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. I, th- I thought as soon as she, he said that, I was like, oh, she's going to say yeah, yeah. something about Mark Armisen. He's full of crap. And and I, you know. Because most of the time, it's the feminists who want to dismiss the differences between men and women and act like that is horrific for you to say Thinking they're different, so that then women aren't as good as men, or whatever. But here's, you know. a, here's a smart feminist says, "Yeah, right. we do think differently. Yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> how why some versions of feminism means that men and women are exactly the same yeah. is patently absurd. I don't see how that helps yeah. the cause at all. No, I don't either. <clears throat> anyway, wow, I am extremely honored. Yeah, so I mean, I didn't read anything else, but that was just in. No, serious. I want to see no, this. Yeah. I want to. I was impressed. I, I write, was like, I'll send her. We a, should a letter. Miss that, Miss Dufu. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's really how you say it? Dufu? Dufu, I would say. Oh, Dufu? Oh, like but Dufu sounds more I like, like a Star Wars Star character. Wars character. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Dufu. Captain Dufu. Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Jar Jar. Go get Dufu. <laughs> We're going to take on Jabba the Hutt. It's a twop. It's a twop. Oh it's a twop. Well, I'm glad that she liked you and your stuff. That's I'm very thrilled. good. I'm thrilled. I'm absolutely thrilled. Just, just when you think nobody likes you. See? Here's someone you think would hate so me. So what'll right? happen is... And here's the amazing thing. People no. I think like me hate me. Yeah. No. <laughs> See, here's what'll happen. It all balances out. Her feminist friends will read this book and they'll go, oh gosh, this Mark Gunger guy, he's really smart. Let's go find him. And really? then they'll find all the rest of your stuff and go, he's <laughs> a moron. <laughs> I hate him. He, he's a misogynist. But, but for a moment... For a moment yes. in their minds, They'll think you're a I'll, genius. I'll be like, wow, this guy's really something. <laughs> it, that might help you. If yeah. she's in here, say, yeah, yeah. hey, Gloria Steinem's a huge yeah. fan of mine. Not yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's a bit of a, that's a leap. leap. But, uh, that's a little bit of a leap. I, uh, hey, connect the dots. That was all the, ho- the, all the Hollywood people. Because, well, how dare he say men this way, women. Right. It was all those em- women empowerment thing. They don't understand that I'm giving you the tool on how to get stuff done. That's what this yeah. lady's saying. Yeah. So it's, it flies in the <gasps> face. You should send that to those Hollywood people. I think you should. You know, the send Hollywood it. people, like you know, that's why that Hollywood group had, had me come speak at the uh, whatever that was, Cannes Film Festival. Yeah, it was a terrible venue. People were rude, <laughs> but the people who heard it. Yeah, yeah, it. it's interesting. I guess I am a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're feminine. I'm you feminine. Got that mixed up. <laughs> you were putting you're on feminine. makeup this morning. <laughs> that's right. I'm frustrated. <laughs> you couldn't find your color. <laughs> I know. I am. A, I'm feminine. You're I'm a not feminine. a feminist. Not a feminist. You're I'm feminine. A, I'm a feminine. <laughs> no confidence because you felt all blotchy. <laughs> I, I know. Seriously. It's just, it must be my time of the month. I don't it know what the heck's going on. Wow! I had so many revelations this morning. Now I'm totally confused. I don't know who I am. So am I. <laughs> all right. Well, let's take a break after all that dis- disturbing information. And maybe then we'll be back with your email right after this break. 
have a marriage dilemma? Email your questions to ask at markgunger.com and Mark can answer them during one of our shows. All your blues, oppression, everything laid aside. <coughs> that was a fun opening. It was session, session about the the feminist book. the feminist book written by yeah. Captain Dufu. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she may have married Captain Dufu. Maybe she married Captain Dufu. Her name is Tiffany. Yeah. From Tiff. Oh, well, that doesn't sound nearly <coughs> Star Tiffany Wars. Dufu. Is anybody in Star Wars called Tiffany? I don't think so. No, See, you wouldn't have a mm-hmm. Tiffany. <laughs> Not in Star you Wars. Leia, yeah. you know, a Dufu you'd have. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of messy. I'm sure she's a sweet lady, but. Oh, what a nice thing. So yes. I hear him in this book. Yes. Forward, or endorsed by his or forward? It's forward. Forward. Forward by yeah. Gloria Steinem. Yeah. That, I think and that's hilarious. About, and they're talking about me in a positive way. Yes. I'm the new feminist champion. <laughs> I am a woman. Hear me, ready? Pretty funny. Maybe they'll ask you to speak at these women rallies that they have going on. <laughs> Will you wear a costume? <laughs> Shut up, man. I do the gig. I'd love in a it. costume? Do you know what yeah, costumes I, they no, wear? No, I don't, don't, I don't know what you mean costume. I mean, oh, my gosh. Most of the clothes well, I wear are costumes. No, no. <laughs> Have you seen me lately that, on stage? That's not the kind of costumes these ladies are wearing I at wear these the most rallies. outrageous stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll have to fill you in at the break. You are unaware. Uh, I am unaware. <laughs> things the are break. Wrong. We haven't gotten any emails yet. <laughs> no, I got one here. But, but you know what's funny? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why anybody listens to this show because we just ramble. So during the break, I'm talking about, you, early, at the beginning of the show, you were talking to Captain Dufu over here uh-huh. about, you know, what he would like or what I would like. And what, all that matters is what Mark likes. But uh-huh. I'm saying, actually, he knows what Mark likes. Uh-huh. My son understands me better than anybody uh-huh. on earth. It's, and, and it's very frustrating. And, and nobody can manipulate me like you can. I mean, manipulate. Mani- seriously. In a good way, Phil. <laughs> Listen, I will go into my office, and I'm going to tell Phil, we're going to do B. I don't care what he says, we're going to do B. And I'll go in and I'll have a talk with him. And after I get done with him, I walk out, yeah, I guess A is a lot better. <laughs> no. Like, no, I don't know how he does it, you know? You were so, upset, and we got set in a meeting, and I went through so, stuff. No, wait, I, wait, no, I'm just sorry. <laughs> so this is the funny thing. So I'm mad about something. I'm mad about something. Okay. It really ticks me off. So Phil in the meeting says, oh, by the way, my dad's probably going to come in here and yell at y'all. So just so you know. Now, I haven't even decided to yell at anybody yet. I'm telling you, it's like an hour or two later, I'm driving to the office. On the way to the office, being egged on by the redhead I'm married to. <laughs> She's making me madder by the second. <laughs> well, I'm going to frustrate So I decide about a mile out that I'm going to yell at everybody. Now, he has already prophesied this <laughs> hours earlier to everyone. Now, I mean, it's so frustrating. What? So I go in there. Hey, you! I yell at everybody in the car, and then I leave. And then he's grinning the whole time in the meeting. I'm like, what is he grinning about? What the hell? So he tells me, oh, by the way, I told everybody you're going to come in and yell at him. Oh, come on! Because <laughs> one of the guys who didn't get pulled in, his wife works with us, too, and she goes, oh, did you see Mark just came and grabbed everyone? He goes, oh, yeah, no, I know what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> All I could say is, I'm glad I work from home. I wasn't pulled into that meeting. 
Well, it helped because then they knew where it was. They knew where it was coming from. They knew it was. They kind of knew it was coming. What? You think? Yeah, I'd rather be prepared. For what that. I understand is, how did he know? I didn't even know it was coming. Well, he knows what there's makes you no mad. There's no way. I, but there's no way I would have said because he know, I was a matter of that morning. I would not have sold anyone. Yeah, but he like, knows it eventually. He when knows you think it me through. is my point. Yes. Yeah, but by, yeah, by the time he puts two and two together, <laughs> yeah. he should show up in about twelve minutes and yell at everybody. <laughs> uh, Mark's not gonna like that. And I said, oh no, it's more than that. He'll come in and yell. That's what I did. <laughs> Seriously, he's grinning. <laughs> did you feel yourself grinning? Yeah, I was like laughing. <laughs> I mean, he's like grinning. I'm, I'm like just dreaming on that. I'm so mad. Mm. Yep. And I look at him in the corner of my eyes like J- Cheshire Cat over here. <laughs> Nailed it. What the heck is this? Nailed it. And, and, I, and I come out and I... And he's, oh, 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 yeah, by the way, I told everybody you're going to come in and yell at me. And I said, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Am I that predictable? How I'm like, if he hasn't already... I'm like, no, okay, well, he probably will. He'll probably, I don't know if it'll be today or tomorrow, I said, but when he comes in, he's probably going to go through all of this again. <laughs> and he did. Unbelievable. You hit your cues. Well, so, that's what's so funny. So it was like right after the meeting. Wait for it. Three, wait for two, it. one. Wait for it. There he is. Oh. <laughs> so it's, just, it's embarrassing, actually. Yep. <clears throat> anyway. What's embarrassing? That you're that predictable? Well, yeah. Well, the good news is the only one who actually gets it is him. <laughs> so if I was out there, everybody could figure it. That would be embarrassing, I guess. <laughs> then you'd know so. you've got a problem. <laughs> oh, apparently I have a problem because it is. I had noticed. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, what are we talking about? We're out of time. Yeah, we're, we're close to the break. We're, we're close to the break. <clears throat> you had to tell your story. <laughs> I had to tell my story because I felt it. Oh, I told you how... Uh, I was, I'm very feminine, and I had to get it out. I told you how I met, I met some uh, Gunger fans. They listen to the show. Shout out to Brittany and James. Ooh. He came to uh, receive Christ... Uh, by first being open to it from seeing the laughter way to better marriage stuff he said he was a complete heathen he started looking at that and it's just started like man this guy's a preacher started getting more stuff more stuff he said it completely changed his life I got a lot of stories like that from people yeah it's amazing it's very so, encouraging so there to all the people who think you're too <laughs> oh, unorthodox and, and unconventional <laughs> and she said she wrote in and I was like, oh, really? Did you get oh, a no. swirly? She goes, oh, I got the swirly. I got the chicken. <laughs> I, I got, got the, the goat. goat. I got the whole farm. She thought it was hilarious. Yeah, that's back in the day. <laughs> in the earlier versions of this podcast, people would write us, and I, th- I thought they were being stupid. I would insult them by playing different sound effects. Uh-huh. And she got like the trifecta. Of yeah. So I'm a celestial, a complete idiot, right? But she still likes me? Oh, she thought us. She loved it. Oh, isn't that funny? Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> you try to insult people, they like it. Other people try to be nice, and they think you're insulting them. Oh, anyway. All right, I promise you, we're going to do an email right after this. Caution. The Mark Hunger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. Don't be asking me to pose in your false reality. What I'm not is perfect. Jimmy Bratcher singing about false reality, which is where Diane lives. <laughs> alternative reality. Alter- the alternate, alternate hey, world. Hey, I'm around you all the time. I have to. It is a false reality, yes. All right, okay. okay so first my email. apologies, folks. We're actually going to 
respond to emails now. Okay. Okay. The guy writing, he says, I was wondering if you could break down your young marriage position. I have seen a number of marriages break up later on in years when they got married or knew each other in the 16 to 18 year old range. And then when they hit mid thirties, they hit each other's guts and are struggling to make it work. Seems like often the issue becomes that identity and character are still shifting a lot at a young age. For the most part, I'm in your camp of younger marriages and short engagements, but have seen things go south and wondered about your take on this. Uh, look, there's nothing you do to overcome selfishness and narcissism, but it has nothing to do with age. You know, people get married in their 30s, and by the time they're 50s, they're bored with each other and they divorce each other. People get married in their 40s, and by the time there's 55, they're bored with each other. This happens all the time. People are selfish. They don't know. They, they enjoy the early part of the relationship where it's all a big win for them, and then when it starts costing them more emotionally than they're willing to give up, then they, they quit. So that has nothing to do with age. Uh, the idea that people who marry younger are at greater risk than uh, those who marry older is baloney. It's not true. There's so much that's not true. The statistics. First of all, even the idea of 50% divorce rates is not true. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing. You know, not not, not among around. first marriage. People get married for the first time have a divorce rate closer to 20%. 25 in some areas. Mm -hmm. If you come from a really good family, and that's defined by you know family that's in intact, and they put the kids through college, and stuff like, it's like a 15%. And then you add the statistic of people who weren't sexually active before marriage or with just that person that they married, that that lowers the That's even more. lower. So, I mean, you know, this, this idea, first of all, just flat out, there's not that high of a divorce rate among first married people, period. Now, if you said you've ran into some people, well, that's sad. You're always going to run into somebody, no matter what circumstance or what age, that is going to end up in divorce. I just think it's a result of selfishness. But you're saying, They'll say, oh, we were too young. That's what they say oh, all the time. Yeah, just a, yeah. or if they did well, because we didn't know each other, mm -hmm. or we didn't have enough money. Or, or I wasn't grown up enough, I wasn't, and I changed. Oh, oh my and, goodness, this thing, yeah, it never ends. It never ends. If only it was that easy. <clears throat> yeah. If yeah. only it was that right. simple. Yeah, But it's not. So anyway, <laughs> the point being is, first of all, I don't know how many friends you're talking about. My guess is he's talking about one or two, maybe three, because there's not that high of a divorce rate, period, among first married right. people. It is a lie that so much of this culture now has bought. The younger generation believes in the 50% divorce rate. And it so that's why they don't want to get married. So they're running from it, and it's just all ridiculous. Well, and they so. have people telling them that your uh, brain is not fully developed until you're 25 years old. Oh, I've heard 33. <clears throat> so, so you can't possibly... They, they say, I'd well, say at least 62, <laughs> because my brain is still not fully developed. Why add the... You, it's impossible to add that extra stress of doing school and yep. being married, but yet these exact same people... Be in relationships constantly anyway. Yeah, which is, yeah, which is more stressful, Way I think, more stressful. than at the actual marriage relationship. Oh, no, there's no question. People say, oh, kids shouldn't get married because in college because marriage is too stressful. Horse manure. Dating is very stressful. Dating is way more stressful than marriage. Oh, my goodness. That is brutal. So, if the, uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm yeah. like, well, if the argument was you should have absolutely no relationship, completely focus on yourself, but that's not what they're no saying. Dating. But that's not okay, what they're yeah. doing. I know. So that at least that you could agree with that, yep. but that's not what they're doing. So anyway, why, my friend, do some people get divorced? At the end of the day, it's just selfishness. They say, well, because this isn't developed or we weren't mature. I mean, everybody's got their baloney. Uh, it's just selfishness. End of the day, that's all it is. And, it's not, and it cannot be traced back to an age or amount of money or any married in college or out of None of that bears snot. It has nothing to do with it. It's all based on selfishness. But having said all of that, you also have to remember that first-time marriages do not have a divorce rate anywhere near 50%. Again, on average, it's like 25% to 20%, depending. But you put through other factors, a healthy family, or people that uh, got married as virgins, or that they got married the only person they'd been having sex with, and they get even lower. So, 
you know, just relax. And as a Christian, I'd understand it because it's the concepts of forgiveness and understanding and true real love that make any relationship work. And so as a Christian to say, well, my kid's not really able to really follow all the teachings of the Bible until they're at least 25, 26 years old. And you did a really, really rotten know, job. Exactly, really know who they my are. exactly my argument for years. Yeah. Well, they're not mature. How mature, how old do you have to be before you can not be a liar? Mm-hmm. How mature do you got to be before you, you don't cheat? Mm-hmm. How mature, you know, you have kids at 18, 19 years who are incapable of keeping their word that are going to lie and cheat and steal and be so. Man, I mean, it's all, it's all baloney. All of it is they're trying to avoid this 50% divorce rate. Everything they're doing is based on a lie. So, hence, it doesn't work. So, that's my answer to that guy. All right, what does he got? Okay, a woman writing. She says, my husband struggles with porn. He refuses to do anything differently because, quote, he's had victory before, so he'll have victory again. Plus, he says, it's my fault as a wife. If I would just have sex with him more, then he wouldn't need to look at porn. We work opposite schedules. I have a two-year-old son, and quite honestly, he has no desire to meet my emotional needs. The husband, not the son. All these things make it a struggle for me to want to have sex with him, but now I feel really stuck because I know the struggle can get progressive, but I cannot make him get accountability or counseling. What is my role as a wife who is continually being sinned against? It's not like you're sinning against him. I'm being sinned against because he looks at porn. But then she admits, well, I, you know, my hair is too long and I got, I'm too oily and I, you know, I got all these things. I don't have time. He's not meeting my emotions, so I don't have sex with him. You don't have sex with your husband. What do you expect him to do? Either look at porn or go screw other women. What do, you, what do some of you girls think is going to happen? You guys need to be there sexually for each other. If you don't think he's meeting your emotional needs, you guys need to deal with it. If he thinks you don't give enough sex, but you are, then he's got issues. In either case, you probably need to go for counseling. But for you to sit there and virtually admit in your email that you're not giving him much sex, and then you're the one that's being wounded because he's looking at porn, stop. How about you meet the boy's needs so he doesn't have to look at this nonsense? Although, I must say, most guys who look at porn, they can get all the sex they want and they still look at the porn. Porn is a whole different issue, yes. usually, that has to do with sex. But if that's what he's saying is his problem, then you need to focus on that. Well, and <clears throat> if it's like I've heard tell in many situations, it's just easier for him. She's saying he doesn't meet her needs. He has to be nice to her. He has to expend energy to get her to have sex with him. But she, but they need and he to doesn't work, want to do that. I know, but they need to work that out. Yes. Okay. There is no short answer how to get him to quit sinning against me. You need to be having sex with your husband. Yeah. Well, I'm not because he's not, he's not meeting my needs. Well, then you guys need to go to counseling. Yeah. All right? Though it's all, all, all intertwined. And really, emailing a guy like me with that deep of a problem isn't going to help you. So you need to go get some help. You need to realize you guys both have issues. At she play says he here. won't. That he won't talk to anybody about it. Then. <laughs> well, then you force the issue, sweetheart. <laughs> I don't know what people think. You know, they want, what, they're waiting for a magic phrase from me or pixie dust or something like that. At some point, whatever spouse feels the marriage needs counseling, you force it. You force it. I've always been saying, well, my husband doesn't want to go. My wife doesn't. Man, I don't know what planet these people live on. You force it. You basically say to your husband, hey, I'm moving out. I'm going to go live with my mom for a while. When you're ready to do counseling, let me know. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Oh, you better not work. When he's gone, you never do it while he's still there because you don't want a big fight. When he goes to work, you just pack up everything and go to your mom's house. When he comes home, he'll freak. He'll panic. He'll be calling. Or she'll be, where'd you go? Where'd you go? I told you. And if you're not going to go counseling, you know, why are we doing this? You know, they will always freak. The badly behaving person will always give in. There should never, ever be a situation where any man or woman says, I'm stuck because my spouse won't go to counseling. Horse manure. You can get anybody to go to counseling if you will push the issue. 
and they just let people treat them badly because they let them treat them badly. That's all there is. I don't buy this. I just absolutely refuse it. There's not a person I've ever counseled yet that has done this that hasn't seen the other person cave at some level. They always cave at some level, and you start moving stuff forward. I tell you what won't work is you just crying about it and him still hurting you. You have to force the issue. So anyway, you have I to think do you, something different. Yeah, I think you're both having issues here. But if you're trying, to, you want to go to counseling, you want to fix this, and he won't. That no more, no more talk like that. As much of nonsense. You force him to do it. You literally, and it's more impactful on the guy than the woman. Yeah. To be honest with you, when he comes home and the woman's not there, the man always panics. He panics. He freaks. He doesn't want his friends to know. He doesn't want his mom to know. He doesn't want her mom to know. Oh man! When all of a sudden you're not there. They all cave. And within usually 48 hours. <laughs> within 48 hours. Usually less than that. Usually before the night's up. They're crying. I'm, okay, we'll get it together. Or by the end of the weekend, he'll cave. They always cave. I've had a few cases where guys take like three, four months before they cave at some level. But they always cave. They always cave. I've yet to see one where they didn't cave. I mean, and then at the end, the relationship may have not survived for a bunch of other reasons. But I'm telling you guys, this forcing the issue where the one just moves out of the house, temporarily, just get a small bag. Again, because they're going to cave within a few hours. <laughs> go to a nice weekend. Go to a nice uh, spa. For the weekend. Go get a massage. And your husband comes home and you're not there, he will freak. And before the weekend is up, before the next day's up, you tell him, I'll come home, but only if we go to counseling. They, they always cave. She won't do it because she's afraid. These women overwhelmingly are, they're more fearful. They're fearful of any kind of confrontation because they're just full of fear. And, and women who are full of fear get locked in a situation like this and her life is going to suck for the next 20 years until she eventually divorces them anyway. That's the irony. Well, she won't make it 20 years. Yeah, yeah, they'll divorce them anyway. That's the thing. Oh, I can't, I'm afraid. And they all, always wind up divorcing them anyway. It's the strangest set of behavior. I just don't understand it. You guys think you need counseling? You force it. You can force them to do just about anything. I'll tell you what, one thing gets forced attention <laughs> if all this comes to... Is is uh, serving a notice from his attorney from your attorney? <laughs> well, then you'll have his attention. attention. Then I'm telling you, you can force these issues. You're saying divorce them. I'm not saying divorce anyway. I'm saying force the issue. You can get their attention in a big way, and you don't have to file for divorce. You don't have to file for legal separate. You don't even have to pack much of a suitcase. I'm telling you, 98 percent of all these situations are fixed within one to three days. They, the bad person, the husband usually who's acting like this always caves and gives it to the wife because he's freaking out because she's not there anymore. And then all of a sudden, his big bravado really changes. I guarantee. I wish I was a pastor of this people. I'd tell her to move out and just sit back and giggle and watch him freak. <laughs> okay, okay. I've done people in our church. Yeah, I know you have. <laughs> I've done people I know very closely. <laughs> and sure enough, within two or three, the big, big tough guy, he's calling. And, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You just got to stand up. You got to stand up to bullies. These, some of these men are emotional yeah. bullies. The one thing a bully never thinks is going to happen is someone's going to stand up to him. It's like the movie uh, Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Because and uh, everybody Ralphie. loves those, that movie. I love that movie. I love it. Because it reminds me of the year, time yep. I grew up. Yep. And I'll never forget this one guy who was uh, a bully and messing with everybody and stuff like that. And, and everybody's freaking out and, and everybody's afraid of him and stuff. Well, one day... Uh, he goes after one of my brothers. And even though you hate your own brother and you beat right. him up every day, that's your privilege. Yep. Nobody else can do that. That's right. right. That's I right. have the right to kill him. You can't kill him. Right. 
and something rose up in me, and I ran at that guy, and I <laughs> pushed him as hard as I could. And we're we're at, on a uh, uh, a porch, and there's a little rail around the porch, you know. And boom, and it, the thing hit his legs, and he goes flying <laughs> off the porch. And I went, so it's way more dramatic. But I never had a problem with that guy again. Because right, you stood up to you him. Stu- you stand up to a bully. That's what you got to do. All right, take a break. We'll be back with more after this. Attend Mark's Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage event. Visit LaughYourWay.com for upcoming dates and locations. I remember the first time I crossed that bridge. We're back on the Mark Gunger Show talking about love, marriage, and relationships. Music by Jimmy Bratcher. Are those new tunes, Timmy? No. Some of them. Really have? No. He's coming out with a new album. April 17th. Yeah, yeah. I'll get those in there. Yes. By the way, Timmy, we got some files of his, don't we, for some Christmas album? Oh, my gosh. You we still got, haven't, we done haven't done that? We got, well, it's one of those projects. I know what it's like because it took me like a decade before I ever got my Christmas thing done. Is it? The only time you think about it is like December 1st. Oh. By the time it's done, nobody thinks about you it anymore. You need to do that. It took me forever to finish my Christmas, Christmas album. But anyway, we need to do that. We need to finish those tracks. Man, a lot. You know what? Is, are there? Well, I don't know why we're talking about this. But <laughs> you can ask him later. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Ask now now later. that we're back. Staff meeting. Now that we're back. <laughs> yeah. Staff meeting. All right. Okay. Next email. She says, I have heard you speak many times on your show about the effects of men who masturbate. I haven't heard you speak on the effects of female masturbation. Are there any cons to female masturbation like there is for male masturbation? Sure. You basically get to a point you don't feel you need the other person. Sex is supposed to be a participation game participatory yeah it's not a game of solitaire it's a team sport it's like playing tennis by yourself it's just it's just not the same not a solo endeavor you know sex the idea that we've created this obsessed obsessive self-centered narcissistic culture where people make love to themselves well they make it about the release that sex is just whether you're even talking about I, two I, people I, together they still are making it about solely they the don't know release. how to make love to each other they don't understand what sex is. It's sex about making love to someone, not about just getting a release. And, uh, and it's just sad. So I know a lot of women who, since they're teenagers, were masturbating because that's what some stupid teachers told them to do. And as a result, when they have sex with their husbands, they can't really re- reach an orgasm. I know they, I've talked to a man. They can never, never, ever, ever. As soon as he's done, then she has to sit there and do yep. it by herself yep. before, because she's trained her body to respond to her fingers instead of uh, his body, which is sad because mm-hmm. you're never going to really... Uh, enjoy what sex is really supposed to be. And studies have shown that when people masturbate, they don't have anywhere near the endorphin release as when you have actual sex with someone. The difference, they say, is 400% difference. You have 400% more endorphins released in your bloodstream when you actually have sex with someone than when you do it by yourself. It's not real sex. It's artificial, hollow, pretend sex. So, yeah, it's, I think all of it's just ridiculous. Why would you want to live that way? Next one... She said, or it's he, as a he writing, I was watching one of Mark's Wednesday night Bible studies. Mark was talking about how people who have been together 17 years, and he said, well, we consider you married. Do you recall? Yeah, basically, yeah. Okay. He says, now I kind of grasped the point he was making, but they have been together for decades, that they've been together for decades and are faithful and committed. The problem mm-hmm. is, doesn't this undermine the message of sexual morality to everyone else? 
when you give a pardon out for people who have shacked up for a long time, because I haven't met a young girl yet who didn't think that shacking up wouldn't be for a long time, yet we both know most shack-ups really last longer than three to four years. When you tell I'm people— I'm giving people a pardon. You know who you wouldn't like? Uh, what was his name? Uh, Jesus. <laughs> because Jesus, they caught a woman caught in a very act of adultery. In the act. That's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. By the way, where was the guy? I always wondered that. They're dragging the woman. They're caught in the act. Because it's not a, it, unless she's playing tennis by herself, it makes no sense. There's a guy, so they let the guy off. Wasn't it the same penalty whether you it were was. male or female? Absolutely. Where Interest- was he? I don't Where know. Where was he? The girl, only the girls caught. Isn't that interesting? Always putting down the woman. He could run. Gloria Steiner would like me. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, she comes and the, you're supposed to stone this woman, okay? Jesus says, "All right, well, whoever is without sin, cast the first stone." And they, everybody left. And he says. Where are your accusers? He says, no, one, no one's here to condemn me. He says, neither do I. Go and sin no more. Now, here's the interesting thing about it. Nowhere does it say she asked him to forgive him. He just did it. He just did it. Let her completely off the hook. What a terrible standard. What, what was the phrasing he used? Uh, <laughs> pardon. Pardon. When you give a pardon out for people who have shacked up. That's right. What a terrible. He, he pardoned this woman. What a terrible example that Jesus gave. So that means everybody can go around and just uh, keep commit adultery, and Jesus will just let him off the hook. No. Well, that's what his question was. When you tell people who have been together for 20 years that, well, we consider you married, everyone else who is shacking up is thinking, what I'm doing is fine. It's the paradox Because of we'll grace. be together for all of this time, too. It is the paradox of grace. It is what it is. Look, the reality is these people who are living together, by and large, I think they're just playing games, and they're playing house, and most of them don't stay together very long, period. They're just fornicating their little brains out. But someone comes to me and says, look, we have been together for 23 years, faithfully, nobody else, we got five kids, we pay our bills, we just don't want to get married, you know? I said, well, look, as far as I'm concerned, you're married. I mean, in, yes. in some cultures and in some states in America, yes. you're, you are legally common married. Law. It's called common law marriage. Now, not every state has it. Wisconsin does not have it. I think they should, because it would make a lot of people married in the state. <laughs> But see, you're saying that is uh-huh. not the same thing as saying, oh, yeah, go ahead and live together because we consider you married. That's two totally different things that he's hearing know, as look, the same. It's, a, it's as Phil says, the paradox of, of grace. Should you kill somebody? No. Will God forgive you if you kill somebody? Yes. Well, then I can kill somebody. No. It doesn't change anything. All right? That's all this. Yeah, what that's all this. Oh, we have to take a break. Oh, we got to take a break. And we'll be back with uh, our final segment right after this. Want more of Mark? Visit markgunger.com. There you will find everything that Mark has to offer. I require no invitation for quiet walks and rendezvous. The music of Michael O'Brien. Check out his music at michaelo.org. Fabulous. Really nice guy. Have you ever met him? Oh, he is I have not. He's really a nice guy. Great musician, too. I mean, really. I mean, just listen to the chords and stuff he writes. It's just beautiful, beautiful stuff. Anyway, um, uh, quick shout out. We are on a new network, um, which also is typically not seen in the United States. For some bizarre reason, people will watch us in New Zealand, Australia, Africa. Uh, and now the Israeli, Israeli TV. Israeli TV network is Israeli what it's called. Israeli TV network. I don't know anything about it, but uh, we're happy you're picking up the show. God bless you all. Shalom! That's all I know. <laughs> 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 and uh, so it's great. Apparently in America, it's still weird. Here it is, 2017. The main reason a Christian network will not air our show in 
America is <laughs> because we talk about sex, mm-hmm. which is still outrageous. The rest of the world looks at us like we're crazy. We are crazy. Anyway, shalom to all of you watching on Israeli television network. Phil has an announcement. I know what everyone was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> what could be better than attending a Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage seminar? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Attending a Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage seminar where you can wear a Speedo. <laughs> that, that has been what's, I think has been what's holding a lot that, of people back that's from attending. I know it because, if, look, once I can wear the Speedo, I'm there, but if not, I'm not going. It, so. it, it, it really, there's a connection that happens, a, uh, a vulnerability, if you will. I guess so. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> tell, them what no. tell them what you're talking about. I'm talking about wearing Speedos. No, I'm talking about our doing a Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage cruise. My lovely wife, Kirsty, and myself. Uh, it's January 28th, February 4th of 2018. Uh, Caribbean Cruise Lines. It's supposed to be this big fancy ship. Um, <laughs> supposed to supposed be. Supposed to be. It's going to be a little rowboat. It's a dinghy. It's supposed to be. A dinghy. A dinghy. It's like, I mean, it's like 25 feet. I mean, it's a pretty big. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty big one. I, I got a bigger boat than that. No, it's a nice boat. It's big. It big. is. It's yes. a cruise. So you're going cruising. It's a Laugh Your Way cruise with, hosted by my crazy son, Phil, mm-hmm. and his gorgeous wife. People ask, how come I'm not going? Because nobody wants to vacation with their dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, maybe I will go. Oh, you can check it out. Go to laughyourway.com, and uh, you can find some more information about it there. Maybe we should all go. We should all go. Yeah. And do like a, a live show. <gasps> that would be fun, actually. On the cruise. That we should would go be cruising. Fun. We'll talk about that. That would be very anyway, fun. Check out the cruise. How do you find out about it? Go to laughyourway.com. I've heard of that site. Laughyourway.com. Yeah, that's my site. Mm-hmm. You know, I should go to markgunger.com, but it's always weird when Phil Gunger tells people to go to markgunger.com. <laughs> to find out more about Phil Gunger, <laughs> go, go to, to markgunger.com. <laughs> So go to laughyourway.com. You'll find information about the cruise. We'll talk about more about it, but let's get a bunch of people together and go and have some fun. All right, see you guys! <laughs>